Hey everyone, welcome to Holly Shook. This is Armin. Before today's sneak peek at our exclusive Patreon content, I wanted to break down for you all what you're about to hear and how you can listen to the rest of this episode. By the way, if you want to take action ASAP and not hear out this whole spiel, just visit patreon.com backslash hollyshook. But as you all know, we've been doing this podcast since June, and so far, our theme and format has been covering historic celebrity scandals. However, we had people asking for our insight on current scandals and for more podcasts. But as you all know, producing podcasts and growing what we already do is difficult, especially without your support. So we launched a Patreon, which is a platform that allows people to support content creators. But we didn't want to leave our strongest supporters empty-handed, and luckily, Patreon as a platform also allows content creators to publish exclusive, Patreon-only content. So, from now on, we'll be adding one podcast per month covering current scandals, which will be on our public feed and thus available to everyone. And we'll continue to produce two historic scandal podcasts per month, as we've been doing. But we'll be doing two more current scandal podcasts a month for Patreon only, and for only $2 per month. We have a $5 and $10 member tier, which does provide additional benefits. But for only $2 per month, you get the two additional Holly Shook podcasts. Go to patreon.com backslash Holly Shook if you are feeling absolutely shook by all of this. And that's not all. If we reach 50 patrons, then we will do one more additional podcast per month which will be a Pick the Scandal podcast, a podcast on Patreon only, where Patreon supporters will pick the topic. Ryan and I really enjoy creating this podcast for you all, and we appreciate everyone who has listened and engaged with us so far. If you all could take the time to check out this offer, we'd be extremely grateful, because your support on Patreon will allow us to continue doing this and growing Holly Shook so the content just gets better and better. With all that being said... We thought we'd share a few snippets from our second ever Patreon exclusive podcast so you guys can get a taste of what you'd get on Patreon with your support. Again, visit patreon.com backslash hollyshook to learn more about the benefits and we hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Holly Shook Patreon. I'm Armin, and I'm joined, as always, by my incredible co-host, Ryan Alkair. How are you, Ryan? I'm so good, Armin. Thank you. Hello to all our Patreons. What's up? We really appreciate you guys, seriously. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, this is so cool. And I feel like I'm talking to just a close group of friends, you know? Yeah, this is the intimate podcast where... We get a little more scandalous. We get a little more shooketh. Yeah, and because like we're covering, you know, current event scandals, I feel like it's very personal and very fresh. Even though I do get pretty heated on like regular scandals too from the past. <laughs> but I think you get a different side of us, I'd like to say. Oh, for sure. The other this one's so diff- historical. 
but you're getting mm-hmm. us in our current cultural moment. So I think you're right. There's a little more passion involved. Yeah, and like the normal ones were like very like educational and like so academic. Everything's super academic and factual and just everything's like super, you know, proven by all the really intense research that I do every week. <laughs> and these are more like, I don't know, I feel like... Knowing dates, advanced, right? We know dates. Always knowing the dates and like exact times, um, eras. But um, <laughs> We love a good era. Yeah. Current event scandals, I feel like, because they're usually like a work in process. A work in process. A work in progress. And That's a work in process. It's definitely a process. I feel like we are finding stuff out every day. Like last time we did this, there was like three different updates on one scandal throughout the week. Yeah. Yeah. That made for some intense preparation because it was like, wait, right, this changed. And you text me, wait, that changed. And we were constantly evolving on our views. Maybe not evolving on our views, but at least evolving on like what we were going to talk about. Yeah. Like I had no idea actually what was happening when we recorded. I was like, where getting live updates in the middle of it so that's yeah what I these love. are really fun i love doing this it, it reminds us we used to do an old pop culture podcast back in the day and it gives me a little rem- reminder of that it's very similar to that podcast this one tpt why don't you give us the hookup of the week okay so this hookup of the week i'm also super into but also a little bit personally heartbroken over for different reasons um, I knew this had you shook. I'm pretty shook about this. So, Anthony of Queer Eye Fame and Trace Lenoff, he's on a house flipping show. I don't watch like all that HGTV shit. It's actually Bravo TV. Thank you very much. Bravo. It's called Flipping okay. Out. Flipping Out. It's a it's a house show. <laughs> I don't really watch the house shows. I've seen some of the house shows, but I don't watch the house shows. And we're not talking about house music, okay, people? I do listen to house music. So (laughs) they posted a picture together at a wedding, like holding hands. And And they're like twinning out a little bit. I think they have the same suit on or very similar. They're definitely wearing like similar suits, which is so gay. (laughs) Um, There's such thing as called boyfriend twins. I was trying to explain to one of my coworkers yesterday. Um, they boyfriend twins is a thing where it's like gay people date people who look like them and like dress like them and it's super annoying Um, can I just say this straight people do this too how can straight people date someone who looks like them believe you me Rye they can boys can look like girls gender's a construct Um, (laughs) so trust me I have seen it Rye that's so weird. We're talking I, I, about like a, a phenomena of narcissism. No, no, no. I mean, I see it in straight couples too, but it's like a legit thing for gay people, like boyfriend twins. Yeah, I guess the one element that's more likely when you, it's the same gender is that they can wear the same clothes and stuff like that, right? Like in this case, they're wearing the same suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like well, really girls twinning and boys out. Can, girls and boys can wear their the same clothes as each other too no that's why i said it's more likely (laughs) uh yeah i don't know i I wish i could like point out certain examples of people who are like you guys are just twins um well remember we were watching that uh that reality tv show about the abbey and there were boyfriend twins on that show oh my god 
That's boyfriend twins. That was yes. like the most next level of boyfriend twins because they were both yes. like super muscular, beefy guys. Right. With like the same muscle tone and size and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. You have to have the same workout regimen at that point. They were the epitome of boyfriend twins. Also, so WeHo. They were so WeHo gays. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess they're together now. I want to say they were just saying, they're just kind of being like, oh, we're just like hanging out. Like, they're not like together, together. But the reason I'm upset is because Anthony's old boyfriend of multiple years, um, his name's like JK something. Joey Crittemeyer. Yeah, JK. It's <laughs> his initials. Um, his, I only know him by Instagram, and his Instagram is like JK something. Um, it's probably he, JK Meyer or something, right? Yeah. And he is so fucking hot. Like, literally, Anthony's old boyfriend was like, I used to think Anthony was like so hot, and he is, but his old boyfriend was like hotter. And I was like, you've got to be fucking joking my ass right now. And they were together for seven years. Yes, and they were together before Anthony was famous, all this shit. Um, so I was, like, upset about that because they were just so hot together. And his new boyfriend, I don't think, is as hot. Oh, I thought and you were bummed. Um, it's all about hotness. Yeah, that's how we rate a celebrity relationship. The hotter, the better. personality. The hotter, Sorry. the stronger the relationship, the longer it's going to last. That's why Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn have been together forever. Oh my god, true. They're still hot. Just a couple of hot people living and loving and having fun. It's just annoying because I'm like, I just liked when they posted pictures together because they were both hot. And I'm like, this is a really good picture. Okay, I thought you were going to be bummed because you want Anthony for yourself. No, I've, it, I'm over Anthony, which we've talked about before. The personality like thing? Yeah, I'm just like, he's so stupid and like <laughs> dumb and like I don't care about him anymore, but he is so attractive. He does love avocados, though. I love, and I love avocados, but it's like, that's not going to make it last. You know, a lot of people like avocados. I think you have to have an irrational love of avocados to then parlay that into a love for Anthony. I I tried. Um, honestly, I tried to like avocados even more, and it didn't work. Um, <laughs> still still couldn't, couldn't keep up. I, I, I just moved on. I moved on from him as he moved on from his really hot boyfriend. It's too bad. There was a little window for you there of three months. They broke up in September. You could have made a move. You didn't. And now you're stuck eating avocados by yourself. And that's okay. Once again, didn't want to make a move over him and wasn't even in my plan anymore to date him. So he says, everyone. So he says, believe me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right. I think it's time to move on to the scandal scale. Oh my god, yes. Uh, I feel like we need to make like um like a sound effect or something. I'm trying to do that organically, it. but yeah, we need like a boom boom, you know? It's cuz it's yeah. an epic segment. Mm-hmm. To remind so our listeners, the scandal scale segment is where we go through a list of current scandals and we rate them between shaken and shooketh and in between we have shook so shaken means that we're a little we're a little shook by the scandal but it's it's not that scandalous but shooketh we are super super obviously shook by the scandal this is the scandal scale so rye alfonso ribeiro 
Are you familiar with Alfonso Ribeiro? Of course not. <laughs> nice little misdirect there. I thought you were going to say, of course. So Alfonso Ribeiro, for all of you listeners who may not be familiar, he played Carlton in the hit series, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Ryan, are, mm. are you remembering Alfonso now? Yes, just didn't know his name. Of course, I know Carlton. Yes, Carlton, as he was once known, probably still best known as Carlton. If you see his face, most people would say, oh, that's Carlton. But he he's a man. He There's a man behind the character. He's a man. He's a man. But uh, the, this scandal actually has a lot to do with the character Carlton because Alfonso Ribeiro is suing to stop two different video game developers. One develops the game Fortnite, the other NBA 2K. He's suing them because they are selling the Carlton dance on their game as like an option to uh, be able to have characters use the dance. So you could pay, you know, now they have all these little add-ons in games. You could pay, you know, I don't know, 99 cents, $1.99, whatever. And they are apparently selling that dance within their platform. So he is suing them uh, because he is claiming that it is his intellectual property. So his attorney, this is a quote from his attorney, David Hecht, quote, Epic has earned record profits off of downloadable content in the game, including emotes. That's the name of these things, emotes, Uh, like Fresh. And they actually named the Carlton dance Fresh, which is obviously an homage to Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Right, right. Yet Epic has failed to compensate or even ask permission from Mr. Ribeiro for the use of his likeness and iconic intellectual property. So there's that, and then there's been some funny fallout from this. Uh, There was a TMZ video taken back in 2012 uh, where Alfonso Ribeiro says that he stole the dance himself from Courtney Cox. Oh my God, what? Who did the dance on a Bruce Springsteen music video called uh, Dancing in the Dark. Stop. And he also apparently blended that Courtney Cox dance with uh, Eddie Murphy's famous white man dance. And then he said he, you know, kind of mashed him up and created the Carlton dance. So there's that, and now apparently that's going to be used possibly against him because it's not his intellectual property if he stole it. However, uh, Alfonso Ribeiro's attorney is arguing that no, that's the inspiration for creating his dance, which you could still have intellectual property that is inspired by other intellectual property, right? So he says... In the clip, Mr. Ribeiro used the word stole in jest. He did not use the word stole in the legal sense. In his words, it was Ribeiro's, a professional dancer's interpretation of what a white person looks like when they dance. That describes a copyrightable choreographic work. All right, having said all that, Rai, are you shaken, shook, or shooketh? Well, lots to unpack here. Um, I would say I'm shaken... Because, honestly, the more I hear about this Fortnite thing, the less I understand what it is. I don't really get what it is still. I I don't Um, really get what it is either. I'm like, people are always playing it, I think. But then there's, like, dancing on it. And, like, there's, like, 
there's like all those like viral like dances that come from that. So I'm like, is it like DDR? I don't know. I I don't understand it. I don't I don't know. I'm not even going to pretend to try to explain it. I've watched some Fortnite, but I still don't really get it. You can watch it now too. Oh my god! I don't. Well, people okay. upload on Twitter. I'll I'll just scroll through and I'll see someone uh, uh, uploaded a video of them playing Fortnite on, onto Twitter. I don't go on Twitch or any of these video game streaming services where people actually stream themselves playing video games. And I definitely don't don't go to YouTube for that kind of stuff. Yeah, I can't be bothered. Right, you um, sound so old, Rye. What's this old Fortnite? I don't. Back in my old. day, we had a Halo and. I don't know. I didn't even do Halo, girl. I haven't played video games since Paper Mario on Nintendo 64. <laughs> so I don't know what the hell's going on anymore. But um, I'm just like shaking because I think it's just like funny. And then like, I kind of like that they're like using an old TMZ video where he's like, I actually stole this from three different people. <laughs> and they're like, okay, so we are allowed to steal it from you then too. <laughs> Um, it's kind of a funny saga. Like it's so random. It is definitely a funny saga. I'm going to go with Shook because, to me, it's one of the most out of left field scandals of 2018. Yeah, like we just had to top off this year with a little bit of Alfonso Ribeiro suing video game companies. Right. Like I mean, what? <laughs> like, what does this world come to? Sum up this year, then I don't know what does. But at least it's like a funny, like nice, like kind of lighthearted scandal to end the year. Um, I'm gonna do the Carlton dance tonight, just just in honor. He will just sue to... you. No, because I'll. Um, please don't sue me. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't get why Alfonso Ribeiro needs to do this. I feel like he's probably like... fine financially. So what's the point? I feel like just like for a little like hot second of relevancy again. I guess. Right? Yeah. It's kind of funny. He got, I thought he got that with uh, Dancing with the Stars. He actually killed it on Dancing with the Stars. I know. But then that died, and now he needs another moment. So sue the creators of Fortnite. Yeah, I would if I could. (laughs) Let's do it together, Rai. What would our, on what grounds? We don't understand what you are, so we're going to sue you. (laughs) Yes. I think we have a winning case. <laughs> Me too. Mm-hmm. We just need to get uh, hire Hecht. He seems like yeah, a good lawyer. Yeah, this guy knows. He seems to know what's going on. Yeah, I like him. David Hecht. <laughs> okay, let's move on to our final scandal. This this may be the most scandalous of the scandals. but And it's hot breaking news straight off the press. I, I don't want to presume to know uh, how you rate this on the scandal scale. But yeah, you, like you said, right, right hot off the press. Right, do you want to set this one up? Um, I will set this up as best I can. You so, were you were experiencing it live. I did experience this live. Um, and people are going to be very disappointed to find out what experience this live actually means. But um, I was at work last night and we have a DJ. And um, I'm, I'm friends with the DJ, DJ John. Shout out DJ John. Um, he... I was kind of like standing standing near the DJ most of the night talking, you know, just being a DJ girl, you know, those <laughs> girls that always hang out with the DJ. That was me. And all of a sudden he gets super excited and I'm like, what's up? And he's like, there's a new Beyonce song. 
new Beyonce song right now. And I was like, why? He's like, just dropped, just got released on Spotify like 30 minutes ago. Like nobody's heard it. This is the world premiere. I'm premiering it to the world. And I was like, <laughs> there's like a hundred people here. But, um, <laughs> so he starts playing it and I'm like, oh my God, this is good. Like, you know, like we we're kind of like bobbing, like no one was really reacting. Um, I don't think people understood that it was a new Beyonce song. And then we're listening to it. I'm like, oh wow, this is good. And then I'm like, wait, this kind of sounds like, I was like, she's kind of like throwing it back to like her old days. Like to me, it sounded like kind of like a B-Day era, like Beyonce. Um, B-Day being one of her albums. <laughs> um, and yeah, he's like, yeah, it does. It sounds like kind of like an old track. Like, that's awesome. And I was like, yeah, I'm like super into this. And he's like, and they re- she released it under Queen Carter. So like, she's rebrand. He's like, she's rebranding. Like, we love a good rebrand. And I was like, yes, rebranding. <laughs> um, so we're like so stoked. We think we're like literally discovering Beyonce. Um, this is a seminal moment in pop culture history, and you guys are like, experiencing. Oh my god! When I say live, you guys are experiencing it as it's happening. Yeah. You know, some people may be waking up this morning reading about it but you guys are seeing this uploaded to itunes and (coughs) reacting to it instantaneously which is crazy literally we thought we were experiencing a musical like historic moment like lemonade being dropped overnight but we were awake for it so then i'm like cool beyonce then i forget about it um and then at the end of my shift someone was like lol like someone leaked old Beyonce songs and like rebranded them as new Beyonce songs. And I was like, no, 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 that was a new Beyonce song. And they're like, no, you're a dumbass. <laughs> and I was like, I think I would know as someone who was the first person to hear it on planet earth. And yeah, lo and behold, it was not a new Beyonce song. They all, it was on Apple music and Spotify, I think, but it was deleted within hours. Yeah. So it was, was the some final verdict. Final verdict. Well, I guess we don't have one. This is a scandal, like you mentioned earlier, Rye, where we are reacting to it pretty early on and we don't have all the details. But what we know now is that there was a prankster hacker who released a bunch of obscure Beyonce songs, but they were already previously released Beyonce songs onto, like you said, iTunes and Spotify, mm-hmm. rebranded the artist as Queen Carter instead of Beyonce. And created a firestorm. People went nuts. And people also pretty quickly figured out that these songs were already released. And some of them were, I think I told you this earlier, right? That one was a uh, feature. So Beyonce was featured on a Missy Elliott song. And they threw that in there. And that's why people were thrown off. Because they may not have really, they didn't really dive deep into these tracks previously. Yeah. yeah. She, there wasn't like Halo on there. <laughs> Let's say they're like um, irreplaceable. It's her new song, never been heard, never before heard. Crazy in love, brand Crazy new in love. single ladies, brand new song. Never heard of that one. Single ladies Mm-mm. sounds brand new to me. But yeah, so that's basically what happened. We don't know who did it. We may never know who did it, but at this point, that's what happened. And it was pretty funny to watch unfold on Twitter. I was working. As it was happening, so by the time I actually went onto iTunes to see the tracks, they were they were already deleted. Oh, so you never got to hear them. I never got. Ugh, I can never hear those <laughs> tracks again, unfortunately. <laughs> but here's a funny wrinkle that you may not know about, Rye. 
Uh oh. This happened to SZA as well. I did know about this. Okay. Um, because my the girl who crushed my dreams and said it was all fake, um, also said that they released some of SZA songs too. And they and SZA came out with a statement saying, "Guys, this is not new music. New mu- new music will come. This is old stuff." So yeah, I don't know who is doing this and why they think this is funny. I guess it is kind of funny <laughs> to watch I the mean, internet explode and then yeah, everyone they goes, watched, "Oh, we have heard these songs before." They watched everyone freak out over their something they did. I I could see why that'd be funny. <laughs> Are you shaken? But sugar, I would want sugar. credit for it. Um, I am. I guess I I think I'm just shook because like I was just like. I believe that there was a new Beyonce song for a second. But I feel like in the um, process of experiencing it, you had to have been shooketh. Like when that girl crushed your dreams, that's a shooketh moment, no? Yeah, no, I was shooketh. I, uh, mm, I don't know. It's hard. I'm like freaking out too much about like choosing how shook I was. Um, <laughs> I would say, sh- okay, I was shook in the moment when I heard the song. But also shook at my instincts because I was I did say this sounds like her old music I was like this sounds like her old sound you were, you were on the ball there almost so I was on the ball I could tell um and then yeah I was pretty sh- I was pretty shook when I found out it was fake because now like, that you've had time to process it you're not as shook but I think in the moment you were shook yeah please continue to tell me how I felt about something. Um, this, is, this is my interpretation of your moods. So it's, I by the way, now my it. intellectual property. Oh my God. Now you own me. Um, <laughs> no, okay, yeah, when I you was... describe something as your dreams being crushed, right? That's not a shook moment. That's a shooketh moment. Okay, fine. Yeah, I was shooketh. I was shooketh. But I guess I was, I, I, I had that like moment of like, okay, well, like I'm like shooketh, but I also it kind of makes sense because I literally was like, this doesn't sound new. This sounds like something that would have been released like eight to ten years ago. Fair. So, just like I'm really smart. <laughs> <laughs> I was shook by it, and I only say that. Mm, yeah, right. <laughs> I think you were shooketh. I was, <laughs> That's I'm why I was really trying to get sure you to say shooketh so we could have a disagreement. <laughs> I was shook, but. I saw it at the latter stages. So I saw as people started to say on Twitter, wait, this is not a new album. So I didn't, I didn't get that euphoric moment of new Beyonce Mm, because I kind of saw it already from the perspective of, wait, this may not be new Beyonce. And then slowly or not slowly. And then pretty shortly after it was confirmed. It wasn't so. So, but I am shook because that's a wild moment. And by the way, this is a bigger conversation, but who is able to hack the infrastructure of Spotify and Apple to billion dollar businesses? Now, that's the scandal. I could say I'm shooketh by that. That is some serious hacking right there. And both of those companies need to look into their their systems and, and their encryption and any any sort of data security because I'm sure they have some serious private data right that they don't want mm-hmm. released whether it's like user data or they may have artists you know information or albums that are to be released like in the queue and if someone can go in and just mess up the system like that then maybe they could pull out some other stuff that 
would be in breach of a bunch of different contracts that they have. Yeah, that's what I was thinking earlier. I was like, how the heck does someone even freaking go on to Spotify and release something? Like, make a new artist. But there has to be a stringent regulatory system in place. You can't just go, you and me can't go click the add button and be like, Queen Carter, and then put a bunch of songs on there. I don't think. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, how the heck did they freaking even figure that out? I'm like, this is a SoundCloud. You can't just, like, put anything up there. They must have gone into the system, like, through the back end. Okay, well, can you do that with, like, a new Justin Bieber album? Because, like, honestly, there are (laughs) things that I do want to hear that need to be put up. (laughs) Well, I don't know about Jay Biebs. I think he's busy with Baldwin, but... Having weird hair. (laughs) Wearing Hawaiian t-shirts. That takes (laughs) up a lot of your time, right? Figure it out, Justin Bieber. (laughs) What a week. What a week. What a week in scandal. I can't believe that much shit could go down in one week, but it did. And we left some on the table, people. That's how much went down. Too much, too much, too much. Thank you guys so much for supporting us here on Patreon. And uh, Rye, thank you, as always, for doing this with me. I always uh, enjoy your company. It is surely my pleasure, and I can't wait to meet again. Until next time. Bye-bye.